These are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss Sleepaway Camp. And any student that wishes to be a camp counselor, please attend a short meeting after school. Club. We're your host, oh Megan. <laughs> John. <laughs> I just caught you off guard. Getting <laughs> well, ready to start, and you're like, my hands smell like onions. <laughs> we start. <laughs> Come on, man. I just made dinner a minute, well, about an hour ago, and my hands, I cut up shallots and. Shallots. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to sound? That's what they are. Okay, don't church it up, dirt. Uh, They're baby onions. Just say it for what they are. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> what's going on this week? I didn't even think about something to talk My about. My baby's birthday is Thursday. Oh, it is. This I'm comes excited. it's the day after this comes out. Mhm. We I don't even know. I'm shook at the time. It's just I I don't know what happened. <laughs> time flew this year, man. It did. She got she got big all at once. I don't know what happened. Mhm. She's so cute. Her first birthday is Thursday the 18th, and mm-hmm. then we're actually having a birthday party for her this coming weekend. And it's going to be Toy Story themed. Oh, I know. <laughs> she she going to remember none of it, but she, she loves Toy Story. She has been obsessed with Toy Story for a good <clears throat> six months. And <sighs> just has... Longer than that. Has not lost interest at all. It's amazing. I, I'm Toy Storyed out. That... F- Freaking fifth one can't come cl- like fast enough. Dude, I'm sick of toy. Look, we put on Toy Story. I don't watch the movie. I watch her because she's just so <laughs> engrossed and it makes me so happy. But yes. I can't stand the movie anymore. I know. You we- can only have a friend in me so much. <laughs> Fucking Randy Newman just singing about the just the moment. <laughs> um, Left foot, right foot. What else is going on? Um, are you ready for the summer? I know. Are you ready for the dungeon? Oh God, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> oh Jesus! There's a lot of things we shouldn't be talking about. We're going to do it today. Oh yes, we are. This is going to be a good one. Um, <laughs> we really don't have anything else. I mean, summer's I feel been like... fun so far, though. I've had a good week, and it just started. Yeah, school's coming to an end. I know our college, our local colleges had their graduations. Mm-hmm. High school, or not high school, but like the uh, other schools, not oh. college, are, are coming to an end. Yeah. Oh, happy late Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Girl. Your voice gets so deep. I, don't I know. know. <laughs> uh, it was my first Mother's Day. I know. It's awesome. You never post anything and you are about it. I did. We were really chill, though. It was a quiet day for us. I think we we just hung out, made dinner, got me some free ice cream. Mm hmm. Took, uh, took flowers out to my mom's uh, grave. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's still a little rough, but, you know, I'm not as I'm not as bad as I was. Yeah. Well, let's not get too down. You know, it's a happy I'm not time. Down. It's a happy time. It's summertime. 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 <laughs> <laughs> did you just put up the shaka bro? I did. So I, I usually put up the rip it. You don't oh, know what just, that's from, do you? Isn't that like Hulk Hogan or something? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh look, I knew something again you did. that no surprised Hulk. you. It's no bar. That's not what we're talking about today. Why aren't we talking about Noholtz Bar? That would have been amazing. <laughs> we'll put it on the calendar somewhere. This week, we are going to talk about <laughs> um, we going into summer. We thought it was high time we get uh, another horror movie out there. We're yeah. itching for it. And not, um, the one, not the one I wanted, but another good one. It is. It's... It's uh it's an interesting one. Okay, I can't even say so it's this... another good one. <laughs> it's a it's a favorite. It's this, a personal favorite. This week we are covering 1980s Sleep Away Camp, which did is... it come out in 1980? 
I thought that's what you said earlier. Oh. I couldn't remember. I th- I, if I remember right, I think it came out maybe 82 or 81. Got me looking like a fool here. <clears throat> well, you're supposed to have your uh, stats pulled up there. Oh, I don't. I'm sorry. 83. And, okay. 1983 Sleepaway Camp. Another movie that cashed in on the craze that Friday the 13th caused. Oh, like the just out in the woods, boogeyman yeah. type, of, type of movie. Death at Camp. And then what happened? Ernest came and saved camp. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Love Ernest. <laughs> we're going to cover that, right? If we were going to do a freaking movie about camp in summer, you got to go with that one. Yeah, we'll get, we'll put that on the list. We'll get there. All right. So this is obviously rated R for many, many reasons that we will get into shortly. And it has a runtime of an hour and 28 minutes. Ooh, that's that's good. Pretty actually, good. this movie doesn't feel like it ever kind of slows down. So I, that's actually, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It came out, here's the thing. This is a summer movie, mm-hmm. which when you watch it, I don't know where the camp is exactly as far as like in the United States, but the trees are orange and they're turning. So it's like fall time, which is weird. And it was released November 18th, 1983. You got to think about like... This was a really low budget movie, so I probably couldn't get a summer release. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of I have a lot of stats on why that why that's going to make sense. Oh, it, it's low budget, but it made its money. Don't you worry. Uh, it's also considered a horror slasher, but then other people have labeled it as funny, menacing, and twisted. <laughs> yeah, it has it has its moments. It's still a horror movie. You can't try to describe it as anything else. Yeah. Well, the. So this budget for this movie was low, low. Can it I guess was, it? Sure, go for it. Three hundred and fifty thousand. Yes, on the dot. You you knew that, did you? You had to have looked that up. I was gonna say half a million. It's three hundred fifty thousand, John. I'm good. <laughs> How much did it make at the box office? I don't know. Two million. No. I wouldn't think this movie. Ma- 1983 was a. Uh, it probably came down in a low time. Because there, you had the 3D craze, and there were some bad 3D movies that came out. Well, hold on to your pants, because it made 11 million. Oh yeah, that's making its money. That, <laughs> that is intense money. Yeah, for a low budget, that's really good. All right, so uh, the synopsis that pops up on just a internet search is terrible. I'm not reading it. It's one sentence, and I think that's baloney. We can do better. So let me pull a different one. This is from. Uh, IMBD. IMDB. Sorry. This movie has a great trailer, too. It has one of my favorite trailers I've ever watched. Oh. Well, here. Let me... I'll give you this summary. This was written by somebody. It's not what's on the actual jacket, but whatever. Here's what we got. Angela Baker, a shy, traumatized young girl, is sent to a summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival, anyone with sinister or less than honorable intentions toward hers gets their comeuppance. (laughs) <laughs> that's accurate that, that is what it is there's another one a longer one here uh i'm it, not gonna read it it's gonna but, yeah it gives a little it's bit gonna be more overthought so this movie overall it's kind of like a 50 50 shot if people like it it seems it has an 81 percent on rotten tomatoes which is strange a but, 6.2 out of 10 on imdb i don't base any of my beliefs off of rotten tomatoes because they'll give this movie all this praise, but we'll say that Friday the 13th is a terrible movie. Well, for so. the people that care, I know you say that every episode, for the people that care, these are the ratings that are out there. And then we'll give you our ratings at the end because that's yeah, what we Yeah, absolutely. Do. I'll give my rating. Absolutely. Okay. Whew. Well, I <laughs> well, I got a little bit more to get into, I guess, before we get into the movie. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. It was directed by Robert Hiltzik. I can't even really tell you what else that man has done. Mm-hmm. Uh, other, of course, the other Sleepaway Camp franchise, which is a freaking handful. <laughs> it's a ton. Uh, it did get a 3D camp reunion. I've, we've really? not seen that one yet. There's wait, ret- wait, wait, wait. What one's it called? There's Sleepaway Camp Reunion 3D. Return to Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp 2. Sleepaway Camp 3. Sleepaway okay. Camp 4. The Survivor. I've seen Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers, is one of my favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. Sleepaway Camp 3, Teenage Wasteland, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, Sleepaway Camp 4, The Survivor. 
Not good. That came out in 2012. Oh, my word. Return to Sleepaway Camp was good. I watched that with Josh. I don't think I watched it. Big shout out, Joshy. Hmm. No, I don't think I saw that one. All right. Well, it made sense. It brought it brought characters back. I'll tell you that it was it was fun. Okay. Um, some of the characters you've probably not heard of, and I'm not just saying that. I mean, I really feel like they didn't go on to do much more. Our main character, Angela Baker, is pay, played by <coughs> Felisa Rose. Felicia Rose, yeah. Or is it Felicia? Okay, it's she's really big spelling. in the in the horror system, if you will. She's mm-hmm. had a lot of cons. She does a lot of things online. She's very. Very sweet person. Mm-hmm. It looks like she's done some other horror movies, so I can see that. I'm curious to see what she has to say about this role that she played. <laughs> Jonathan Tiersten plays her cousin, Ricky Thomas. Ricky. <laughs> which Ricky also did horror movies, it looks like. Nothing. He came back to Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, he's. it looks like he's in a few of the Sleepaway Camp uh, sequels. He's been in some other horror movies, kind of offbeat. Of course. Karen Fields plays Judy, the jerk. <laughs> she's awful. Um, she's great, but she reminds me of my older sister. She looks so familiar. I feel like sh- I've seen her in something Every girl's else. grown up with a girl that looks like that. I know, but there's just nothing else that she's been in that sounds familiar. It's really just the Sleepaway Camp series. I would guess this movie, like how people got their roles... Mm-hmm. Is they just came in, tried out, and then they were in a movie. But then Hollywood was like, oh, we don't need you for anything else. Uh, Paul D'Angelo plays Ronnie, the guy with like the uber shorts. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> Ronnie, though. He's got killer hair, too. And he was like ridiculous ripped for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean the guy in the short shorts? Everybody had short shorts in this movie. His were mega short. Those red shorts. It was... It was a different time. I I kind of wear short shorts. Oh, I never got away from not those. Not like that. Look. Okay, Catherine Cammy played Meg, one of the camp counselors. She's a jerk. Yeah. She's the other jerk. And Mike she- Kellen plays Mel, the camp supervisor. I guess the the owner of the camp. The lead. The older guy. Yeah, the older the owner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mel with the really furry knuckles. <laughs> There's a lot of other characters I don't really have to get into. I guess the other one I'll point out is Desiree Gold plays Aunt Martha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is so eccentric. She's scary. Like, her character her is eye was unnerving. <laughs> she has like almost a plastic face. It's scary. Especially for the 80s, that early. And she's really only done horror movies too, which like... And she's almost off it. like she's over-medicated. Like the whole string around the finger thing. Yeah. That it, was weird. Oh, no. She passed so away. So I wouldn't forget. Actually, it's almost the anniversary of her passing. She passed two years ago. Oh, dang. Yeah. Rip. I did not know that. Anyway. Oh, Siri. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's pretty much it for the cast. I told you, you probably didn't hear of most of them. No, uh, they've probably been in low budget horror. Yeah. They've not done much else besides the Sleepaway Camp series. Or other low-budget horror movies. <laughs> That's pretty much all I have. Unless is there something <clears throat> else I had to cover? I think I got it all. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, you gave you some cast, good stats. Got director. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it's time <laughs> we just get into this movie. I don't even know yeah. where to start. So we're gonna again top five. Try yeah, try to do just our top. We'll stick with five moments, see where it gets us, um, instead of going through the movie play-by-play, because you could watch the movie for that. You don't have to sit here and listen to us explain it. Hell no. So let's go ahead and... uh, Form your own opinion. That's what I like about people. I actually... Here. I had somebody come in to talk to me about our podcast today at work, and how much they like that we break so many things down, but still tell people they should watch it. To mm-hmm. form their own opinion. That's good. I'm glad. They like We're the out there in the wild. People talking about us. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Do you want to hit us with your first moment or? Yeah. I'll tell you my first moment right now. Go for it. It's the ending. Oh, you're going yeah, right to the end. My, it's. I think there's better moments in this movie. You, you know what the movie's about. It doesn't take the whole movie for you to figure it out. 
Yeah. Okay. It, it is obvious. I, uh, the thing is, <clears throat> the point of the movie is it's a slasher movie. Uh, you got some crazed person going around killing the campers, killing this, the counselors. And this is also a time where you wanted the surprise ending that freaking Friday the 13th gave you. So Every movie tried to rip that off. It was, I feel like as a, a pretty average horror movie watcher, I guessed pretty early on that Angela was the killer. I mean, that was very Obby. obvious to me, but Obby. the reveal of Angela at the end was not expected. I said, what? <laughs> I knew it kind of as a young kid because she was doing things that girls aren't. I'm just going to say that it's going to sound sexist. I'm not meaning it to sound that way. Like some super, you got to be kind of really strong to do some of the things they did. You know, like the boiling I'm, pot and all that. I didn't think about it that way. In my head, I was like, they didn't think the fact that this is a little girl, a, a child I also, who's committing these crimes, that strength-wise, they couldn't have performed some of the things that they did. Right. Like stabbing through the shower wall mm -hmm. and just dragging it down through that chick's body. No. Turning the humongous boiling pot over and all that. That comically tall, that pot had to have been four feet tall, minimum. <laughs> oh, yeah. It insane. Was, what else was supernatural in that movie? You had uh, literally Angela cut. Severing a head. A head off. That takes a lot of strength. People oh, don't realize yeah. that part. Sawing through bone isn't like a cakewalk. <laughs> yeah. And plus, I, just, I don't imagine girls having that kind of rage and anger in them. Like boys do it at, at that kind of adolescence. You know what I mean? Regardless of gender, it, I think... It has nothing to do with gender. I mean... I'm just... No, I'm saying regardless of gender, the age. I mean, we're assuming she's like anywhere between 13 and 16, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Somewhere in there. Pubescent. It doesn't matter if what you identify as, your body doesn't have that strength as a 13-year-old. Right. At all. <laughs> it's just not That's why happening. the movie's great. It's... It's over the top. Is that And that's part of the comedy of it. So... Your favorite moment is that, well, not your favorite, but your first moment is the reveal at the end. Yeah. And let's not forget, I have movie, or there are definitely scenes I could say are, deserve a nomination. Mm -hmm. I think my first moment that I'm going to pick, because I know we said our top five favorite moments. I can already give the ending, can't I? Well, you just did. No, yeah. No, I mean, I, no, no, no. I mean, I haven't even talked about the ending. I just said the ending's my favorite. I didn't give anything about it. Oh, well, I'm just going to say as a preface here, we're saying top five favorite moments. Favorite is probably not the word I'm going to use. It's probably five um, shocking moments in it's the movie. so iconic. Or, or cringy moments. I don't know. This movie just kind of gives me the ick now. For some, it. I know what the reason is. <laughs> so I guess See, we'll talk about it. Yeah, and this, this kind of thing doesn't bother me. Like... I saw it at the age before all that, all this stuff blew up. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw this when I was like 12. Oh. So, I mean, this is just a horror movie to me. It's nothing else. No, I, I mean, I was, I think we were together the first time I saw it, but I was still pretty young, probably yeah. 18. But you're probably talking like, yeah, like <laughs> over a decade it's ago. It's been a long time. Yeah. Man. So this ending has a really big twist in it. That goes right to a green filter, but a really great song. That Angela song. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the reveal is her on the beach cradling a severed head. And humming. And, yeah, and singing, like humming this creepy little kid song. And Angela? When she stands up, it the big reveal is that Angela is a boy. Mm-hmm. That it's full frontal, you get to yeah, see... Yeah, naked, because Angela went uh, skinny dipping with the boy she had a crush on. Yes, which I didn't throw his name out there. I guess he does have kind of a bigger role, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, he's, he's not worth mentioning. <laughs> Sorry, guy. Which, it sucks because he was kind of just a... Just <sighs> an innocent boy, I mean. He, was, he didn't do anything wrong to her. Yeah, because her MO was killing off people who were mean to her or who... Mm -hmm. Um, assaulted her. her or whatever that was her mo so killing him was kind of offbeat and mm -hmm. didn't just, make sense it was part 
more part of the deranged part of Angela. I, say, I think it was like a blood rage at that point mm-hmm. that that but, was the ending was the big killing spree where she killed the little kid campers and then she killed mm-hmm. um she killed a lot Judy. of the girls well just killed judy uh yeah and then she knocks that dude out just i think she's i can't remember his name it's like kenny or something like that that's something i feel terrible because i can't remember my first moment unless you're you had more to say about yours i was gonna say you see full frontal dong (laughs) you do and it's you can tell her face is superimposed Uh, on just the moan the whole time yeah it's scared that's the thing that scared me was that scary ass moan they put over it Mm -hmm. the "Ah," thing like why did they have to do that (laughs) fire marshal bill yeah (laughs) um and her mouth is hanging wide open and her eyes are wide open. That shot scared me. I'll be That's like honest. a little caveman. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. But the her face is obviously superimposed on a, oh, definitely a on boy or a man's body or yeah. something. And I know exactly how they did it now. I've, I finally found that out after all these years. Yeah. <laughs> that movie has lasted so long that it got parodied even. Like the mm-hmm. first parody I ever saw, like even Seth Green, uh, you know, from It... Uh, the Austin Powers movies, all those things. Yeah. He has been scarred by that movie. He scarred so much that he made a parody of it for Robot Chicken. Uh-huh. That I totally forgot, but I remember watching it. Hmm. And he even says in it, you know, movies that you don't really remember, but have moments that scar you for life. And then he reenacted that and it was funny. The ending of Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then it goes to that green filter. It does. It puts a green filter over her face and then it, it it's like a still. Yeah. My moment, my first moment I'm going to pick is the beginning. And I'm going to, we're just going to flip flop all over the place. That's why they're moments you pick. My first moment is when, towards the beginning of the movie, it's not the very beginning, but it's when you meet the aunt and she's Mm -hmm. terrifying and she sticks with you because she is such a strange character. She wears a beret, like a red beret. Yeah. And she talks in like this very transatlantic, and I can't do it, but this very like she's upbeat her mouth she has very wide consonants and vowels and that's why i tied the string around my finger yes i'm sure of it she (laughs) says that so many times she also does a lot of hand to cheek Uh, yeah it's so theatrical her her facial expressions and the way that she talks and just over the top and it, it the the first moment you see her she's sending her son ricky Mm-hmm. her son and cousin Angela. And she's just like, from what we understand from the beginning of the movie is that Angela, there were, they were twins. It was a boy and a girl and they were out boating with their dad and their dad's right. friend and a speedboat knocks them out and takes out one of the kids. It's a so, pretty like raunchy beginning to that movie. Yeah. I like it's extreme right from the start. I don't want to cover it too much in case it's one of our moments, but, um, it so we're to assume that the girl survived and so she's like i guess raised by her aunt i guess yeah and she's like my angela and just is so weird and (laughs) and angela's so quiet and yeah she's like uh she's mute you assume upon meeting her that it's just what happened to her as a kid watching her sibling and her dad die um it's just made her yeah a recluse essentially so she's being sent to this camp and then if you find out later it's a lot different why she's so quiet (laughs) but that's gonna be my first moment that was good uh my second moment was the first moment on the beach at camp okay (laughs) it's so 80s like you have all these hairstyles and the bathing suits Mm -hmm. the boys are going around just you know being boys Uh uh-huh (laughs) <laughs> you know rough housing and stuff like that and then you have like all these moments where people are talking about things of the time mm-hmm. I, th- I really like that scene a lot i think um, <laughs> they start talking about other other people at the beach and just throwing jabs at them <laughs> that's everywhere it is very 80s the dress oh lord so <laughs> many short shorts on everybody no one was safe <laughs> Um, I think the second moment I'm going to pick and I'm kind of, did you ever see the photo of me from when I was little? When I, my mom and dad took us to a theme park and I'm wearing like a mesh shirt. That's like a, 
like a belly shirt and then short short Bermuda shorts? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. No. I missed that shirt. <laughs> um, I was only like three. Oh god. Well, that's different. You're not a grown man walking around in a belly shirt and wearing the same clothes you wore when you were three years old. If I could fit in them, I would have worn. Mm, oh no. Mesh. Okay, so my second moment that I'm gonna pick. Um I guess I'm not doing it in any kind of order. I'll just kind of pull them as they, they come to me. Uh-huh. My second moment, again, not my favorite. These are just like my cringe ones are, is the scene in the kitchen uh, or the first time they have lunch. And didn't that remind you of camp? They're getting the, the counselor, her counselor is Meg and Judy is one of the campers in the their their, uh, their bunk bunk house. cabin yes and they're super mean to her like they can't yeah. stand the fact that she doesn't talk and doesn't want to hang out with the other girls and meg's which, like a foot taller than all of them like why is it bothering you why but new meg's, girl at camp that's what it boils down to meg the counselor is ticked off and she goes and gets one of the male counselors and says she won't eat she hasn't eaten in two days she's just sitting here so he's a lot more sensitive and talks nicer to her. And he's like, you know, why don't we go in the back and see if we Some can find something? Cream. Yeah, something you like. And so she agrees reluctantly and goes with him. And then hands her over to one of the cooks and says, she doesn't like what you made. Maybe let's get her like a snack or something or some yeah. ice cream or whatever. Trying to be like, he's being genuinely nice. He is a nice guy. And... um. Hey, was that the cat? <laughs> I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> we'll just have to move past it. <laughs> anyway, he's being genuinely nice to her. And then he gets a phone call and he's like, okay, I'm going to go, Angela, hang out with this guy. And he, this cook, first of all, he's <laughs> disgusting. The moment the kids get to camp, he's like watching them all run in. And he's like, where yeah. I call come from, we call them baldies. And uh. ugh, it's so, the amount of times I scrunched up my face, like, here, here's a blanket trigger warning. Kind of like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> we have to do a blanket trigger warning at this point because there's definitely assault in this, and uh, just, I mean, and uh, like child, adult on child. Yes, and it's bad. It's not great. I mean, nothing happens technically. He so does take her back in the walk-in and starts undoing his pants. He's like, "I got something you'll like," and he's disgusted. He's like dirty and. Oh, Ugh, Man, this look like Colonel nasty. Sanders. This movie has a lot of taboo moments for for its time. Yeah, so that's why. That's why I like this movie. It's I so, hate it's calling its time. I that's why I can't call these moments my favorite. I I'm picking the ones that made me like cr- cringe up the most watching it. But that was one of the scenes that just it, it's awful what happens <laughs> yeah. to her. No, that's a that's a good scene. That's the scene where and old Ricky boy gets comes boiled. in. Yeah, Ricky, well, Ricky runs in on it. And what are you doing to my like, cousin? Yeah, and he ends up, uh, the the cook. the cook grabs him up and says, if you tell anyone, I'll kill you. Yeah. And so Angela and Ricky run off, and then somebody, this the killer the comes back later. giant pot. <laughs> yeah, and pull, pulls a four-foot pot of boiling water on Oof. top of this dude. Holy cow, that, whew, bad, awful. bad stuff. Awful, awful. All right, next. <laughs> I'm a big sucker for uh, dances. Mm-hmm. I love the dance. Okay. Yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes. Like, you have this part where everybody's dancing. You have, like, all these summer romances that are happening. Mm-hmm. But then you have, like, the jocks that, <laughs> like, the like the bully kid. Like, the kid that's always wearing, like, a band t-shirt. But it's always, like, a lame band. Oh, yeah. I can't think of what they're wearing. Yeah. Uh, someone was wearing blue oyster cult. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> I'm a huge blue oyster cult fan. That's the one that get the bat off your shoulder. B-O-C. It was that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say yeah, it. I'll, we'll say it. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the best scene in the movie. The dance scene? No. The dance oh. scene's fantastic, though. I, then I think I know what both of our number five is, but we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll wait and see. <laughs> but this scene, it's very touching. Like this kid's trying to pour his heart out to Angela. Yeah, it's Ricky's friend. They've been yeah. friends the last couple of years at camp and he's actually trying to be nice to her. Everyone else is like making fun of her for being quiet and weird or whatever. And, and he tries just, to be nice. Yeah. What was your next moment, Meg? 
my next moment i'm going between two i think the next one i'll do is i gotta talk about judy at some point um she's a great character you can yeah i think it's not necessarily a moment i think it's a character judy just because it's hard for me to pick one moment with her because she's so awful through all of it the first mention of her in the very beginning the guys are like wait till you see judy man and they like make the boob gesture that like she grew boobs over (laughs) the last year so they're all excited to see judy and Judy, because she has breastuses now, is a super jerk and is real mean to all the boys. At the same time, she's also hooking up with all the different boys in camp. She used to fool around with Ricky. Yeah, that was her the, and that Ricky was a big staying point. Had gone steady the the year before. Yeah, now Ricky's like, he's like, bitch, why are you being so mean? Yeah, she <laughs> wants nothing to do with him. He's old news, and she's hanging out with the older boys now. <laughs> and but her death scene. I forgot how awful it was. Like, is that the curling iron? Yeah. Next oh, trigger yeah. warning is again assault because they. You have to also realize this is a horror movie and serial in Angela's full blown serial killer mode. So anything deep that they've had in their mind, they're doing. Well, that's going to be my next point. So I'll go ahead and save that. But um, with Judy's death scene because she's so mean to Angela through the whole thing because eventually Judy calls her out and she's like why don't you shower with the rest of us so they keep Mm -hmm. dropping little hints throughout the movie that you could interpret it as she's just uh, shy a shy girl but it turns out she's yeah I guess trans I mean that's what you would different but um, different's not really right either and I, I feel weird because it's forced trans on her like yeah, her aunt made her a girl. She she was a boy. She started dressing as a girl, referring to her as a girl. So I don't know how to address it in this situation. But um, Judy's uh, calls her out in one scene. Is like you don't shower with everyone probably because you haven't hit puberty because you don't have hair down there and is like saying yeah. all this really embarrassing stuff to Angela. So rightfully, I mean not rightfully, but Angela snaps and kills Judy. But she like puts a pillow over her face and shoves a hot curling iron up her. What? what you don't yeah. see the actual action you see the shadow of it but that's enough yeah. that's all you need that's awful there to the mind that's it stuck with me and not for any good reason <laughs> i mean i didn't like judy either but yeah, that was a pretty I, intense death scene yeah it's a hell of a way to go out Blech. all right your turn <laughs> oh my next scene yeah sure all right this is gonna be really embarrassing but i really like the canteen scene Okay. You, know, you, know what you the keep going is? all lighthearted, and then I'm like bringing it down hard. I know you're trying to make this movie into like this. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about the fun aspect of it. <laughs> the horror is what stuck with me, but go on. I like the canteen scene. This is right before all the shit hits the fan. This is where Ricky gets uh, pretty much assaulted by Mel. Yes, yeah, because Mel thinks that Ricky is the killer. Yeah, and he's thought that through a, a, quite a bit of the movie. Even as people are dying, they're keeping the camp open. And this is with the cops already have showing up. Mel keeps covering up the deaths as accidents. And like he does, he wants to sweep it under the rug because he doesn't but want to But then he wants camp. to kill the killer, which makes no sense. Yeah, well, he ends up snapping and wanting to kill Ricky because he thinks he killed Meg. Which, yeah, there's that's this, a whole other... Yeah, there's like this old man young girl aspect to that and it's really cringe i mean meg's like what 18 to 20 if somewhere that. in there and he's gotta be 50 to 60 yeah and they meet up and they're gonna have dinner and hook up i guess and something anyway the part and they I threw was, it in for no i mean they didn't need that that was such romance. a random thing summer romance anyway <laughs> the part i was going to talk about was the freaking candy <laughs> Here I am, like, not, don't give two craps about all the other stuff. I'm, like, focused on the stuff that's fun about the movie. <laughs> like, Ricky's walking around with all these candy bars. I'm like, shit, I wish I would have had that at camp. <laughs> well, and... Yeah, Ricky's just walking around eating his chocolate bar. And Mel attacks him. Mel attacks him. Yeah, because this is right after he find, uh, Mel finds Meg's body. He thinks Ricky did it. And he jumps on and beats him with his bare fist to mm-hmm. almost with death. Them, with them furry-ass knuckles. <laughs> Like, you think he's beat him to death. He beats him that bad. Mm-hmm. It, uh, miraculously, he lives, thank goodness. He even backhands him. Ricky didn't deserve it. He didn't. No, Ricky didn't do nothing wrong, except hit dingers. 
one of the characters who died who really was on Angela's side and that kills me is the guy, the the one that was trying to have a, a romance with her. Yeah, I know. It's something like that. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess the canteen scene when he goes down. Because he had been laying in his bed all... Conveniently, they make sure you don't see some of the characters through any of the killing scenes. So that way it's like, oh, is the killer this person? Is it this person? What I say the name was? Kenny? It's Paul. Oh, we were <laughs> way off. Man. Well, um, what I was saying, though, is they make sure to conveniently have alibis for other characters. <laughs> so then you're like, oh, I wonder who the killer is. Because Ricky is conveniently nowhere to be found anytime someone dies, too. But he always has an excuse. So that's why Mel's like, it's got to be him. He's lying. <laughs> he said he was laying in bed all evening with a stomach ache. And really, he was killing Meg. Um. But yeah, I guess that's a fun scene. Yeah, absolutely. What was your next one? All right. So my fourth moment, uh, it's going to, it's going to be dark again. That's all this movie is, is dark moments. I have to, that's all you've had. Yeah. I have to outweigh your candy and your dances and the beach scenes with all the death and the trauma. I talked about the ending. The ending started it off. That's the darkest part of this movie. That is, it's pretty dark. The, the last scene I'm going to go with and I kind of forgot about I guess I just really like the fun aspects of movies even when they're horror movies just finding the good in everybody yeah you're like (laughs) trying to dig through all this like rubble and trying to just find the bad parts you're like the news (laughs) oh god sorry well okay we'll strap in for this last moment because I (laughs) forgot I forgot about it, and when I saw it, because I just rewatched it before we recorded this just to get a refresher, and I'm glad I did because I forgot about some moments, including this one. I went solely from the heart. That's how big I am. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like the, remember the canteen scene and stuff like that. <laughs> okay, this scene uh, is pretty bad. It's when Paul, we now know Paul, mm-hmm. the boyfriend or the the love, love interest, interest. He jinx. He wants to take it. Mm. <laughs> um he wants to take angela out to the by the water Mm -hmm. and they start making out which she's fine with at this point they've created enough relationship that she's okay with kissing him Mm -hmm. but then he starts like unbutton her shirt and she panics and is like "Eh, don't touch me and he's like what we're not doing anything wrong it's fine and so he lays her down on the sand and she like immediately just clams up and lets him start undoing her shirt for a second Mm -hmm. and then she has this flashback and it's her and her sibling, the the brother and sister when they were little before yeah. the boat accident, peeking in through their dad's bedroom door, watching their dad lay in bed with another man. And they're like giggling about it because their dad, obviously with this scene, you're supposed to assume he's not openly gay. And I think, I don't know if you're going to cover this in trivia, but I kind of started putting this together is the dad sleeping with Aunt Martha's husband? Because Aunt Martha and husband are split. Because Ricky mm-hmm. splits time with his parents. I mean, it could have. It could have triggered the the aunt into being crazy. I, that seems like a, a good theory to me. That I mean, if the Aunt Martha and their dad are brother and sister, and he started sleeping with his sister's husband. I, it makes sense. Yeah, that would be a or whole mess. Or it could have just been a work buddy, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I that's I didn't know if you were going to cover in trivia or not, but I'm sure there are theories out there. But first they see their dad laying in bed together with another man. But then it shows the two siblings in bed together getting ready to like touch each other is what you would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave a blanket trigger. Sorry. Here it is again that they're getting ready to like touch each other, I guess. And then <laughs> Angela snaps out of it and like pushes Paul off her and freaks out. And that scene like is really it really like lets you know how deep seated her her trauma is and mm-hmm. what she experienced as a kid. Because now we assume she's been she grew up with a closeted dad. She's been sexually assaulted by her sibling, um, forced to grow up as a girl. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I can't imagine what her mental health is. <laughs> That's yeah, it's it's really crazy. <laughs> I mean, when you really think about it, this is a really dark movie, even though it's really silly at parts and the production is not that great. Uh, it's, it is a really dark movie. Mm-hmm. It's, I've said it before. This movie's way before it's time. Mm-hmm. 
And finally, the last one, and it is the best scene of this movie. And we I both th- are going to agree, so I'm just going to go ahead and piggyback off yeah. you. It's the baseball scene. 100% <laughs> the baseball scene. <laughs> See, I'm going to end on a happy note. This is why I saved it for my last point. <laughs> yeah. This movie, this is the most quotable part of the movie. <laughs> Take the bat off your shoulder. <laughs> just fuck you you laugh every time that kid says that he says it was so much hate and anger for ricky ricky's ricky just pokes the bear throughout the whole movie with these other dudes and it's so funny because ricky's better than them at everything <laughs> he's such a jerk he's like um when he's yelling at the one short shorts and crop top dude yeah. he's like he's shitting. <laughs> the guy tells him what was bill it? his name's bill because he's like <laughs> Um, Bill blows dead dogs oh, for quarters. Yeah. <laughs> eat shit and eat, or eat shit and die, Ricky. Eat shit and live, Bill. <laughs> and he says it's so calm, just looking at him like <laughs> you just can't, you can't bring Ricky down, man. And then they are just whooping the shit out of those guys in baseball. <laughs> and they're rubbing it in. And the one guy at the crop top tries to um, make a bet with him. He's like, how about a dollar a man? And Ricky's like, nah, that's a little steep. Let's do five. <laughs> and so they play. And Ricky's team wins. And they're all sitting gloating on the mound like, I'm going to buy a new car. I'm going to go on a cruise. <laughs> just really Even the nerd stuff. plays good. Like that kid with... He's playing like... His like, name is... um. Mozart or something? Yeah, it's Mozart. <laughs> He's wearing like glasses, has terrible like Dahmer hair. Uh, he does. And glasses. Got, yeah, and he has like the uh, uh, oversized mitt and he's trying to play like a, one of those shitty 80s like Did he, or black games. dot games. Yes. <laughs> he just catches the, just barely catches the ball out of his line of sight and then he gets right to it. It oh, just happens to fall right in his mitt. Stupid. Mozart gets like made fun of the whole movie though. Mm-hmm. He, they do the shaving cream in the hand thing and make yeah. him slap his face. <laughs> um, they make him face plant someone's butt. Oh, I forgot about that. They do like the mind over matter thing and <laughs> they tell him to do a sit up, but he's not going to be able to. And when he sits up, someone's there just pulled their pants down and he goes face first right into the right their butt. <laughs> Poor Mozart. Why is his name Mozart? His parents suck. It was Mozart, right? I feel yeah, you're dumb right. saying it. Okay. <laughs> um, you right. That baseball scene is like the only golden ray of sunshine. In yeah, this movie. it's it's timeless. It's been made into so many memes and stuff. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, this is probably the only part of the movie that has nothing to do with Angela. It's like yeah. Angela gets a break here <laughs> where no one's making fun of her. She's just watching the game and all these guys are playing. <laughs> oh, that's such a fun scene. There, this movie is so fun. So, so fun. I mean, I uh, watching it again. I think it is a bit problematic. Just because I feel like they tried to instill this gay panic for some reason is what I was picking up where they're like, ooh, gay dads, ooh, transgender. Like I don't think it was that. I think it was just it. It just in the moment they, and then it just happens to be like. They kind of made know. a joke out of it because I feel like the reveal was either shocking, like scary or shocking, funny to people when it zooms out and you realize she has a penis. I think it was supposed to be shocking, scary because. Obviously, this movie is one of the like prototypes that come from Friday the Thirteenth, so you have to have a shock ending. But I, I, I know that. But I'm saying I feel like there are people who took it as shocking, funny, like, haha. I don't know. It's a boy. I, I don't know. That's the kind of thing that gives me for the the time. I wouldn't think that at all. Not for the time, but. People with the horror movies that we have now, the type of horror we have now, and people watching if you, people were to watch that today. You can't startle and scare people no more. No. They, they've seen worse stuff on on the internet. So that's why that's why I feel like this reveal would be to some, not all. Yeah, it'd be funny. Like a shocking funny thing, but it's really not funny. There's like a lot of trauma behind it. <laughs> Ooh. I know. It's I I didn't mean to get deep, but I did it just it. This movie, 
I used to enjoy it. I still enjoy it for certain aspects, but it's not sitting right with me after watching it again. I don't know. I still think it's fun. We'll cover it in the rating, but how about we get some trivia before we get to that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this movie got storyboarded, but after the first day of shooting, their like time schedule got cut way down, so they couldn't storyboard anything. They had to do it on the fly. Okay. How crazy is that? Like they were writing the script as they went? Yes, so they had to start making stuff up on the fly. I mean, it kind of makes sense because <laughs> some of the stuff is yeah, kind of mo- silly. <laughs> they thought they were going to have bare minimum two months to shoot. Mm-hmm. They got just at five weeks and had to fight for an extra week. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, the camp where this was shot is uh, the same camp that Robert Hiltzik, the director, mm-hmm. used to go to camp. So oh. he picked, he handpicked this camp. I mean, it's a nice camp. It's kind of got everything you need. Ooh, we forgot about Mel's death. I was going to say it has the archery thing. Remember, Mel gets yeah. shot right through the throat. Oh, just a rip off from Friday the 13th. <laughs> and, uh, um, but yeah, what is it in the movie? It's called Camp Arawak or Arawak or something. Yeah, Arawak. Arawak. I don't know how yeah, to pronounce it. A-R-A-W-A-K. <laughs> uh, Jane Krakowski, uh, she's, she was in Ally McBill. Mm-hmm. And she was played Betty Rubble in that the Flintstones sequel movie, uh, like Viva Rock Vegas. Okay. Uh, she was originally supposed to play Judy. I had to turn it down because she got mono. Oh, no. <laughs> they did not want the girl that played Judy to play Judy. They tried to, they wanted the girl to be blonde that played the part more than That's anything else. That's typical. Yeah, you got to think it, it, of its time, Megan. I know. The girl they picked for Judy does such a good job because I great. hate her so much. <laughs> She's great. That's good acting. Yeah. Um, when Sleepaway Camp opened, it opened as the top grossing film in New York. That's so strange but, to me. But it came out against movies like Barbara Streisand's Yentl oh, no. and stuff like that. I thought this it, was more of a cult following. I didn't realize it did as well as at its original it's, releases. Like it I did. said, it came out against nothing. Like the other movie it went out against was like Amityville 3D. That's uh, one of the worst movies ever made. A movie that sucks. came out in '83. Yes, really? Amityville 3 in 3D. Okay, I. All right. <laughs> uh, you know this the scene in the beginning that we always talk about how the boat uh does that they had to do that bump. Yeah. Uh, when they did that bump, uh, the guy that plays the dad cut his hand on the rocks really bad, and they had to rush him to the hospital. So the blood that you see in the water, mm-hmm. it's real. Oh, no. Yeah, his dead body float wasn't great, I'll be honest. He was like, <laughs> I don't know, stiffed. That um, seems stupid because when you're dead, you're whatever. Just know that it looks so. They had to body type somebody. To play Angela's uh, double for the reveal scene, uh-huh. they went out to uh, a local college and found a guy that was kind of smaller. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. He wore a plaster mask. That's mm-hmm. why you get the that scene of why Angela's face looks like that throughout the whole ending. Mm-hmm. Just open mouth and all that. Because that's the shape the mask was in? That's the shape her face was in at the end. Oh. See... I figured, I mean, it's not something I thought about until again I watched it again recently. Oh, he had to get drunk, too, to be able to keep staying in the mask because it was hard to breathe. <laughs> so this kid's just standing there holding a knife naked, just... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I never really thought about it until I watched it again recently, but to do a full frontal scene like that, they couldn't have picked a 16-year-old boy. That is, that's ser- got some serious problems. So I figured they had to pick like a... Uh, uh, an adult, but a, no, a younger young looking co- adult. Younger college student. Just someone of consenting age because you can't put a 13 yeah, year old naked body on there. It yeah, has to he was be. like 18. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I only just thought about that. <laughs> um, the boy that plays Billy, you know, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. He got really uh, upset with like how his character was being portrayed and all that. As so, a bad guy? <laughs> No, just he looked. He didn't like how weak he looked in all this, a lot of situations and things like that, and a lot of the conditions that he had to be put in. Mm-hmm. So he tried to walk off set and didn't want to do the movie anymore. He multiple people begged him to come back to the movie. 
Yeah, I mean, I love his character. I I get it. I guess if you're watching yourself and you don't like how you're being portrayed, that's one thing. But I like the character. Yeah. One thing I found out about this movie is Felicia Rose, her parents had it in her contract that she could not do any of the actual killings on the screen. That's why everything's shot uh, from hands. From first person yes. point of view. Yeah, like a video game. <laughs> yeah. So the it person makes actually it more the, personable though. Yeah. So the person doing the actual killings is Ricky. Oh, it's his hands. Mm-hmm. So really, if you think about it, Ricky was the killer. Hmm. Okay. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is interesting. Well, and that's the hands. You can tell they're a little more masculine looking. That sounds so silly mm-hmm. to look at hands. But I mean, if you look at my hands, they look like little sausages. They don't look like anybody's hands. <laughs> Put mine and Jordan's hands side by side and they're the same. It's a mirror image. Yeah, yours is <laughs> a little bit bigger. A little Not bit. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Ricky and Angela had kind of like a little summer puppy love. Oh. While filming. That's that's why they're they're close now even. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew you can't put that many kids on set filming a summertime movie and not end up with something like that. Right. They had to beg people to come up with their own character names, and that kid picked Mozart. That's why I was waiting to to deliver on you. Oh, he picked that. Yes. Stop it. <laughs> like a. I mean, we can only assume it's a nickname that that's his parents did not name him Mozart. And he got picked on on set for real, too. <laughs> they did that kid dirty, though. They also put him in like a shirt that was two sizes too small. <laughs> like the buttons were bursting at the seams. And he wasn't even like a big kid. They just put him in a small <laughs> shirt. And the local police that showed up to do uh, the scenes were actors. But they the local police let... Actors use their actual uniforms and never got them back. Ooh, no. They can't be running around <laughs> with actual badges. That's yeah. like a thing. <laughs> so like um, the Hudson Falls Police Department had people just run around in their uniforms. Hmm. And they had actual guns with no blanks. So it's a good thing none of the scenes called for somebody to get shot. Jesus Christ. Man, <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> it's crazy, though. Uh, Robert uh, Hiltzik wrote the first Sleepaway Camp movie and directed it, and then directed and wrote the last Sleepaway Camp movie. Oh, he only did the first and the last? Mm-hmm. And he's rumored to be writing the remake. Ooh, I don't know how they're going to do a remake. You can't surprise anybody. Trans stuff's in. Yeah, but I don't know. movie for the trans know. community, really. I can't speak for trans people. I just don't know how a trans person would feel seeing them being made into a serial killer. You know what I'm saying? Is well it didn't ever no serial killers aren't off limits. Anybody can be a serial killer. I know that. I there's gonna be a sensitive group of people in every sect of people. It doesn't matter if it was a white man, a black woman, an Asian man. It doesn't matter who the serial killer is. You're gonna have that there are people who are gonna be offended and there are gonna be people who are be like, I literally don't care. But the one thing to take into consideration when watching movies is if you are not that person then you don't have a say in it sorry but you also have to realize there's this such thing as suspension of disbelief it's a movie yeah i i'm just i guess i i am my own thoughts are leaking out outside the movie where people try to get offended and you try to get upset for other groups of people other races and it's like okay if you're not black if you're not gay if you're not a woman then you don't get to fight that battle for them they'll choose yeah the white knighting stuff is what has ruined a lot of movies yeah people will choose if they're offended by that or not that's not your choice right that i mean i'm not fighting against that i'm saying that serial killers aren't off limits to what you are i know i just know that i i have friends i have seen i have seen a worm rape somebody in a movie a worm? A worm. What movie? A space worm. I can't remember what it's called. Jeez Louise. That's what I'm saying. Like, horror movies, are, it's suspension of disbelief. All right. Well, then, all the horror books that I was talking about reading, you can't judge me then now knowing this information. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good movie. I didn't even know the part was coming. <laughs> I haven't watched the movie since because I thought that it was a terrible movie. <laughs> this is what I get for watching movies with Josh. 
Oh, Lord. I don't know. I, all, all this to say is I just know I, I'm i protective of that community because I have friends in that community. That's the only thing I'm saying. Again, I, I just like came full circle and said, don't fight other people's battles. I'm not. I'm genuinely curious to see how they would feel about seeing someone portraying, you know, them as mm-hmm. a serial killer. That's all I'm saying. Sure. And finally, I'm just going to end on this. Ricky got his part in the movie because he's the only one that, when in audition, cursed at people while he was doing his lines. Oh, the other kids were scared too? Yeah. Dude, he goes all in, especially at the... Uh, he uh, tagged the girl uh, reading for Judy as the camp bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh, it's the scene where they're throwing water balloons at Angela. Yeah. That's a scene he goes all in. It was just like cursing <laughs> up a storm. <laughs> That's funny. It's great. It's so good. All Anything right. else? Oh, okay. I think that's all I got for trivia. Wonderful. Wondrous. <laughs> <laughs> Wondrous. <laughs> okay. Uh, Stuart. <laughs> Stuart. Oh, God. Letter Kenny. If you guys haven't watched Letter Kenny, it's it's amazing. It is. And Shorzy. And Shorzy. Shorzy's wonderful. Okay, but let's rate Tip Fucker. Oh no. That's that's not uh That's Shorzy. Oh it is. I was thinking of um Trailer Park Boys and the Parrot. Oh. Which has a similar mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of attitude, I can't remember. Yeah. And Shorzy also Taco, says, Taco, Taco the Parrot. Give your balls a tug. <laughs> Let's rate this movie, shall we? Oh, okay, okay. All right. Rewatchability, probably a two. <laughs> mm, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I have to really want to watch this, and I really only watch it in the summertime. And I watch it with friends just to get their their thought and opinion on it. Just yeah, to see a reaction mm-hmm. when you. Okay, so when you you said you'd watched it when you were younger, I was gonna say when we watched it was that like the first time we both watched it? Cause what the what? <laughs> but uh, no, like I I definitely remember watching it as like a preteen, definitely. But when we watched it together, did you remember the ending and everything? Or yeah, okay. I mean, that that's ending a hard kinda, ending. ending. Yeah, ending <laughs> kind of lasts with you. Hard to forget. Yeah, but still, the rewatch it's not something that I want to pick up and watch often. Also, you guys got to listen to the song Angela. It's a banger <laughs> from the ending of the movie. The Well, the next thing, we'll get there. Next thing we'll cover <laughs> is... Wait, what'd you rate it? A two. Two? Yeah. The next thing we're going to rate it on is the legacy. Oh, this one's hard. It's got five movies. Yeah, most recent coming out in like the last few years. No, 2012. It's 2023. No, I thought I saw one that came out in like 2018. Maybe I was looking at something else. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure something came out in 2018. I'm going to be honest. You don't really see a whole lot come out about this movie, but I know it has a cult following. And Yeah, and that's the other thing I was going to say is and that... Felicia Rose, she's she does a lot for the horror community. But that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean like it's done anything for sleep waking up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm going to be hard pressed on this again. This is this movie was a hard pick to follow Grease. It's a strange pick, but they're both summer movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should just we should just went with our heart and just picked a movie to pick a movie, not went for the feel. Truthfully, I think um for Legacy I'm all I'm going to give it a 2. I am too. Only because it didn't it didn't create the camp horror genre and it also didn't really add to the no, it, it didn't improve on the camp. It's not a better genre. movie than uh, the burning. Right. I can't say it didn't add to it. Obviously, it added to it. There are people who like it and it created all these sequels, but I don't think it did anything to improve it. No, it just which if you guys haven't seen the burning, it's a really good uh, Friday the 13th style uh, slasher. Very good movie. OK, I've not heard of it. It's It's good. It's really good. Even got Tom Savini to do the uh, effects for it because he didn't want to do Friday the 13th Part 3. Mm. Hmm. Well, the last thing, because you were talking about music, that we're going to rate it on is the look and feel. Look and feel this movie. Um, it is painfully 80s. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a time capsule. It's hard for me not capsule. to give just that a five. <laughs> the music's really good. Uh, I, I think it has very good visuals, oh, but only some of the characters are good at the acting part. Mm. 
Like, yeah. Ricky's good. Judy's good. Angela has moments. Dude, I just, the first thing I think of when I think of the bad actors is Meg. In, yeah. In the shower. When she's like, okay, I bet, I swear, I I guarantee that her her directing point, whatever they told her to do in the shower, they're like, just clean yourself and hum, hum, sing while you're in the shower and clean yourself. That's probably all they asked her to do. And she's <laughs> in the shower with a bar of soap making the weird, she's like going, with a bar of soap and like, that's not an over-exaggeration. That is literally how she's humming. It's just this constant, hmm, 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 I'm not going to keep doing it. I already did it three times. But it's so annoying. And she's making this face. I'm like, girl, have you never taken a shower before? <laughs> I'm so confused. But the, like, as much as I like the, the, I actually do like the kid in Billy in the Blue Oyster Cult shirt. He's funny. And he's, he yeah. His acting is not good, but he's funny. And, I mean, he's wearing a shirt that definitely would have came out by the time Revolution by Night came out. <laughs> One of my favorite Blue Oyster Cult albums. It's um, got, like, Take Me Away and Shooting Shark on it. The older actors, like, m- mostly the cook staff. Mel. Uh, the older, uh, the the veteran cook was okay. Kind of. They were all really gross. And I think that means they were good at playing their characters. But I'm also like genuinely concerned that that ekes into their personal life because of how well I mean, they played a- the character. It's acting. I know. But it was gross when they were watching all the kids come in. And they're like, mmm, kids. And the one's like, oh, they're too young for you. And he's like, no, you're just too old. And I, it's gross. The whole <laughs> That know. whole conversation is gross. I know. But it's a product of, of its time. We got to remember that. Well, and that's why I'm saying I don't know if that's to say that their acting is really good because it was really believable <laughs> or what. They just made those characters really nasty. So good on you, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't believe, like I don't believe what's his what, what's his uh, name from American Horror Story. American Horror Story. Oh, the guy Evan Peters. Yeah, I don't believe he's really Jeffrey Dahmer. No. Come on, it's acting. I know, but when someone plays a character so well, it's hard for... It can be hard to separate the actor... Oh, you mean like Henry, portrait of a serial killer. Where people thought he was a real killer. And they filmed it. And it just happened to be uh, Michael... What's his name? He was in also in The Walking Dead. He was the brother of... The, the, the redneck brother that lost his arm. He's that one. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I've not seen that. It's it's the same thing. Good actors just do good acting. I know. I know. That's why I'm, <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. But I'm going to give the... The I'm look and give, feel. Shoot. I'll be fair. I'll give, I'll give it a three and a half. I'm just... I'm going to give it a three. The music's okay. Um, it's loud in the beginning. This is going to be weird no because I'm going to give this probably the lowest rating I've ever gave a movie. Yeah, overall. I think my overall on this movie. I would really want to write it down. So we, here, get your phone out and type it because I, I want to turn our screens to each other. I'm just going to have same. it behind my back. How about that? No. You want me to actually type it? Yeah, on your phone. Oh, sweet. And Pete. I want to show it to you. I want to see if we're both right. Okay. I'm ready whenever you are. All right. Can I blow this up? <laughs> All right. You might be able to see this. You ready? <laughs> I'm going to pull up my notepad and draw. How about I just pull up my calculator? <laughs> I pulled up notepad. And there. There. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I was being really fair. You gave it a two and I gave it a two and a half. Yeah, I gave it a two. Um, it's just okay. I don't know. It's nothing special. It's it, one of those. It, it, it's before it's time, definitely. And it has its moments. I feel like it's one of those movies you <laughs> can watch it once and you get that big reveal at the end mm-hmm. and then it's not really fun to watch after that. Honestly, this movie is funner when you watch it with other people. It's There are certain scenes that I would play, but to sit and watch the whole movie again is like, mm, I could do without some of it. 
Yeah, like when we were doing this, we both kind of had the feeling like maybe we should have done Friday the 13th. (laughs) (laughs) Especially since that's like my favorite franchise. This is still a fun one, and I feel like maybe not a lot of people cover it as much. So yeah, so this was a good this was a good pick. Went off the beaten path a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's okay, because next week we're coming in with a banger. What? <laughs> uh, unless you got anything else to add, I think that's gonna wrap. No, up this I just hope everybody has a really good week. Yeah. Oh, next time you hear from us, we're gonna have a one year old. I know it's awesome. Okay, see you guys next week. (laughs) Have a good one. Next week on the Retro Club. Are you into the the animation of it? I... I think it's unique. Yeah, because it's... uh, What's the other movie he did like that? Better Off Dead. That's right. We covered, we covered that. Yeah. <laughs> I knew we did. I, another John Cusack. Yeah. This is my favorite of the two, though. Of the this two? Is, okay. This is one of my favorite movies, period. Really? Uh, yes. I watched this movie so much as a kid. It, it 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 carries my love of Jaws and everything. I thought you didn't see it until we were together. No. You're nuts. <gasps> Excuse you. <laughs> no. This was one of my mom and my sister's favorite movie. My older brother loves this movie. Okay. Well, I know there are a handful of movies I've at least made you watch. So. And this movie was always on HBO and Cinemax. And we owned it on VHS. Okay. I Look, anytime that there's a movie I let I got you to watch, I feel good about it, okay? Yeah, but I don't, how are you going to try to claim this movie as a movie I had never seen? I thought it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man. Mm. <laughs> what movies have I made you seen besides Now and Then? Uh, I don't know. Xanadu. Oh, Xanadu, yeah. Xanadu. Oh, man, (laughs) we want to do Xanadu so bad. (laughs) Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at RetroClubPod. Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com. For episode information and more. You can listen to The Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcast, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you. <laughs>